In the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. Today is the fifth Sunday, or as the church calls it, the fifth Sunday of the Coptic month of Tut, which the church calls the week of blessing. The week of blessing. And so every fifth Sunday is the story of this gospel, the feeding of the 5,000, the five loaves and the two fish. And we hear this gospel reading a lot, multiple times a year. But today I want to talk about not necessarily the miracle itself, but what happened before the miracle. When you look at what our Lord saw, he, it says here that when he asked the disciples, it was a test to kind of see where their thinking was. He had a task that he wanted to do. He saw that 5,000 people were hungry and he was going to feed them. So he's asking, what should we do? And the disciples gave very practical answers. They said, well, we don't have anything. We just tell them to go find, like we can't afford to feed this many people. But our Lord saw something very, that to us might look very small. He saw a young child that had five loaves and two fish. Five loaves and two fish can barely feed a family, let alone 5,000 people. But what this gospel teaches us is something very, very important. It's this concept of offering, offering. Our whole faith, Christianity, is all based on offering. Our Lord himself offered himself on the cross, he gave himself up to death for the life of the world. He offered himself. And this is what we're, why we're here. We're here to partake of his offering, that he offered himself, him himself, right? But when we look at the concept of offering, it's not only for what is happening on the altar. This is the basis, this is what we need to focus on. But every aspect of our faith and how we show our faith and how we act is based on offering. The question is, what do we offer? And who do we offer it to? So let's start with the who. We offer everything to God. When you do something nice to somebody, Many times we struggle in doing good things to people. It's easy to do good things to people that you love. It's easy to do good things to people who are nice. It's hard to do good things to people that you don't have a relationship with, a stranger, or somebody that you're not close to for whatever reason. It's hard. But the idea is that we're offering, we say this in the liturgy, we offer unto you from what is yours. 
everything we have is God's. He gave us our personality. He gave us who we are. He gave us our bodies. He gave us our minds. He gave us the ability to strengthen those things. He gave us the ability to make money. He gave us the ability. Every, every ability that we have comes from God. So when we say we offer unto you from what is yours, means that it's not mine. And out of all the people there, out of all the people there, it was this young child that knew. This young child was the one who said, here you go, uh, this is all I have. The disciples looked at it probably like, you don't understand, Habibi, there's 5,000 people, like, just eat this, like, go sit in the corner and eat. But the kid was like, no, this is what I have, here you go. We always hear stories like that. Stories about how a child looks at what he has and doesn't think of it as so important in the grand scheme of things. As we get older, we're more possessive, we're more protective of our things, our, whether our possessions or our money or our uh, every, everything. We're, we're, we're very, we become more stingy. And the idea is the concept of Christianity, like we said, is based on offering. And everything we offer is to God. So what do we offer? What do we offer? In the psalm, right before we read the gospel, we read the psalm. It says, give to the Lord, O families of the people. Give to the Lord glory and strength. Give to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into the courts. When you go visit somebody, when you go to visit somebody at their home, or let's say a birthday party, we don't go empty-handed. Or a wedding, you don't go empty-handed. We always bring gifts to people. And like, there's this concept, like when you go to somebody's birthday, you can't just go empty-handed like, there's this idea like my sahish, like we have to bring something, like I have to offer something. It's a, it's a, it's a offering of love. When we come to the church, what do we bring? The early church was built on this concept of offering to the point when, when people used to come to the church, it used to be, obviously it wasn't like this, it was at people's houses, it was in different areas, right? And they used to come and they would, people would bring bread, people would bring wine, people would bring candles, people would bring everything that you see here was brought by people. Because it was constantly, the, it wasn't uh, set churches in, in, in the beginning. So this idea was, no, no, everybody brought, everybody brought things. This concept continued, even in the book of Acts, we saw where it says even those who had money brought their money and shared it for what? 
the well-being of everyone else. So for those who had the need, they were able to be provided. This concept now is very foreign to us. This concept of, no, this is mine, and I'll give, but like, let me hold on to mine, and I'll give whatever, something extra, something on the outside. And this is not what the church taught us. So, like we said in the early church, people brought the stuff. Now, thank God, we have the capabilities. We have the things that the church was able to get through people's uh, donations. We, we've, we have the ability to make the bread here, make the urban here. We have the ability to go buy the wine. We have all this capability. But you still need to bring something. What are you offering? What are we offering when we come to God? Do we just come to take? God is, God is here to give us, but we also need to offer. We offer our hearts. We offer our effort. Even if it's very tiny. Even if it doesn't make any sense. The five loaves and two fish do not make any sense. But even something so small, God's able to use, multiply, and bless thousands of people from just this, this small offering. What do we offer? To this child, this was everything he had. Do we offer God what we can, what we can offer him? Meaning our Lord taught us, he died for us and gave his whole life for our life. He didn't give partial. Many times we give partial. And the idea is what, we're, what, we're, what we think about it. We say, for example, if I offer this, it needs to be used in this way. Let's say, okay, no, I'm gonna offer, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, offer money to the church. I'm gonna donate, I'm gonna tie but it needs to be going to X project or this thing. And that's okay if your heart is for a specific aspect. But the idea is also to offer without a condition. We give to God. We give to God. Another reason why we don't offer is we think we don't have enough. We don't have enough. God gives us enough of everything. God gives us enough energy and strength to be able to give. It's up to us to see how we use our energy or strength. God gives us more than we can imagine. The problem is we turn this into this is not enough, I need to get here. This is not enough, I need to get here. So then offering becomes a subtraction. If I have, if I have you know, 
energy to do one thing. No, 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 I, I can't offer God, like I can't go and, and, and do this service or I can't go and help this person because this is, all, this is all the time I have. This is the only energy I have. We have to change that mindset in that, no, 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 this is God's. He's the priority. We give to God first and then give to everything else second. And so when we think of offering also, we think of financial offering and tithing. And something that we, are, we, we struggle with is this idea of why should I give, let's say, for example, the church has enough. And the church will continue having enough. But it's not the idea that the church is in need or a, a, a project is in need. Of money. No, 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 no. Again, we offer, it's a blessing. This child who remains nameless in this, in this story is one of the most powerful uh, people in the Gospels. Young child, we don't even know his name. But he said, here you go, Jesus. All I have, this is all I have. Five loaves and two fish. 5,000 people ate, were filled, and there was leftover from this five loaves and two fish. God takes our offering. The offer, when we offer, it's an opportunity to be blessed. When we offer, it's an opportunity to be blessed. That we can see how God can multiply this. Maybe not multiply it in the way we think, but he multiplies the blessing. Another concept of offering, when we fast, when we fast, we're in the period of time right now, I believe, the longest time without a fast. From the Feast of St. Mary's to Nativity, of course we have Wednesdays and Fridays, but from the Feast of St. Mary to Nativity, from the end of August to around Thanksgiving, there's no like long fast. And sometimes we forget the concept of fast. And so fasting, again, is an offering. Offering, what do you offer God? Offer him your meal. Offer him your comfort. I was, I was talking to somebody and they were talking to me about one of the biggest struggles that they have during fasting is coffee. And for me, thank God, I am one of the few people I know that doesn't drink coffee or tea. And people are confused by this concept. But thank God. But the idea, when I talk to people who, who have this like feeling of like, wait a second. Fasting, I have no problem with the vegan food, but you're telling me to give up my morning coffee? I have to wait a few hours to have my morning coffee? No, no, no. Again, fasting is not about food. It's about what are you offering to God? What are you offering to God?
What I love about this story is when Simon Peter pointed out the child, he says, there is a lad here who has five barely, uh, barley loaves and two small fish, but what are they among so many? The response that our Lord said is very interesting. He didn't say, be quiet, Peter. You don't know what you're talking about. He didn't say, you're right. He didn't say, you're wrong. He said, make them sit down. Make them sit down. As if to say, it's done. That's all I needed. All I needed was to see someone offering something. As we come to church, let's think about what are we offering? What are we giving? Are we giving our hearts? Are we giving our mind to God? During the liturgy, the distractions are constant. What are we going to do after liturgy? Look who's here. Why? What are we, you know, what's, where am I going to go eat? Uh, what's my Sunday school lesson today? All of these things that is constantly going through our mind. What we need to do is offer our hearts, offer our possessions, offer our mind to God. The last thing, this story teaches us another very important aspect. Never think that anything is too big for God. It's overwhelming, 5,000 people, overwhelming. Very overwhelming. The disciples thought, no, no, this is too much. We can't do anything. Tell them to go home. There is nothing that's too big for God. And he constantly reminds us this. For, for with God, nothing is impossible. To us, this looks impossible. And many times in our life, we think something is impossible. There's no way and fill in the blank. This is impossible. This situation, no way. Abuna, I understand God, but this situation, God can't fix. God cannot fix this. He can do everything else. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing that's impossible with God. But what is required is that we offer. We offer up our hearts, our minds, our prayers, our time, our, our effort, everything we give to God, and nothing will be impossible. So as we pray in, this, pray in the liturgy today, and we take on the ultimate offering, we, as a, as a congregation, St. Peter says that we are all a part of the priesthood. It's not just the people wearing black or white and standing at the altar. No, we all have something to offer. A priest just offers on behalf of the people. We all have offerings, so we all offer. And God will bless and transform us through what we give him. So I pray that as we pray in this liturgy, we, think, we pray God, help me offer. Help me, God, give more 
than what I, get, what I can give. Give more time, give more effort. Give more of anything that I have for God's glory and glory be to God forever, amen.